Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic today with a hint of Riddler, you might say. And I am joined by I'm Iron Man? <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> An Iron Man hoodie. A little bit lazy, but Yes. Well again, you're you're lazy Riddler on a Sunday. I'm lazy Iron Man. Actually, this is one of the so okay. Let me just roll it back a little bit. I know you and your family like to do the family costumes for Halloween, which is great, as have we. We have done yep. that every year except for one where our kids went rogue, but we, we reeled them back in. So anyway, Kirsten and I always pride ourselves on being uh, kind of resourceful with our costumes. Like we'll, if the kids want to get a specific costume, we'll buy that one. You know, like Brady was Groot this year or if he was a Paw Patrol kid, you know, we'll buy the kids costume. That's totally fine. But with us, we're like, we don't need to buy costumes. It's just going to sit in the closet. I don't want to spend 50 bucks on mine, just whatever. So one year when we first got here to Michigan, like, oh, let's be the Avengers. So I'll be Iron Man. Brady's going to be Captain America. Addison was Captain Marvel. And Kirsten was Black Widow. So this was the one time I'm like, you know what? I'm looking online. And I saw like, oh, it's a cool like Iron Man sweatshirt. I'm like, you know what? I like that sweatshirt anyway. I would probably rock that throughout the year regardless. I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. But of course, it's one of these like websites from, I don't know, China website. Two or China or whatever. I probably ordered it maybe October 1st. I think I got it by Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that was instant regret there. And then this is the shittiest quality hoodie I have ever worn. I think it's reflective because I think it's mainly just plastic. And uh, it's a medium, but it's essentially a, a tube top uh, or a, what are these? Uh, <laughs> one of those ones with the mid showing a crop top. So, crop top. yeah. Uh, and that's why i never buy anything for my costume anymore i just make do with what i got and usually it's spectacular so uh instant regret might as well wear this the one time of the year so we've complained every year about the shipping fiascos around halloween and so you've got to stay ahead of it big time because that's happened like to us a month. bunch too where it's like it'll I be here well it'll tell you like estimated arrival is between october 18th and november 5th and i'm like <laughs> Listen, one of those is fine. One of them is very much not fine. So can't take chances. This is probably actually a really good time to buy an outfit. I imagine they're on sale and also... And they'll you know probably get, get in time. time for next year. Problem is, of course, your kids dictate the oh, yeah. outfits, same as same as ours, and impossible to pin them down this far in advance. Yeah. I think at this point last year, Addison said she wanted to be a mummy Brady wanted to be, I don't know, maybe a bookshelf. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I did see so like, obviously all the Halloween memes and stuff come out on social media and whatnot. So one kid was parading his kid around. like, my kid wanted to be pants. So he just put him in like, his, it was probably like a four-year-old, just put him in his adult pair of pants, just had it up to his neck, like, your pants. I'm pants. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Okay, so you guys were the Avengers, or no, you were no. Guardians of the Galaxy this year. Yes, we were Guardians. So that's uh, right. We brought Brady's, bought Brady's Groot costume, bought Addison's Nebula, uh, and then Kirsten, you know, did a great job with her Gamora outfit on her own. She has these crazy boots. She wore like a weighted vest, which actually looked legit because it was yeah. like, uh, and then she did dye her hair the tips red, uh, had the green face paint. So she knocked it out of the park. Nice. Uh, the only problem with Star Lord, especially, I mean, he, I have a leather jacket which he does rock, but other than that, it's like very nondescript unless you have the mask. And I didn't have the mask, but I did make my own blaster, which actually was pretty good. Uh, it did look um, prop, movie prop quality. It looks, oh yeah, good. look pretty good. 
you don't have that handy, do you? That you can just whip out right now? It's downstairs. I mean, downstairs. if you really okay. want me to, I could go. Get no good. It, but... That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we'll see. I'll see you later. It'll yeah. be for my eyes only. For your eyes only. Yes. So maybe for our premium there. subscribers, you can see it. Yeah, premium subscribers behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we were all uh, Batman villains, which is funny because my kids have never seen anything Batman other than, I guess they have <laughs> seen Lego Batman, come to think of it. And they love Lego Batman. So that actually does make sense now. But um, so we had Harley Quinn, which is a, a purchased costume. We ended up purchasing all of ours this year. We, we kind of do the same thing, though. Typically, we're not, we're not, I don't know, we're kind of half and half. Jamie prefers to try and make it. Right. The last time I tried to make it, I was a tin man and she just threw a bunch of aluminum foil on me. And it was so awful. I got so mad that Did I was like, I will not do that again. I will purchase clothing? a costume. Um, I'm, I would be fine, like not dressing up, of course. Like I have no desire to do that as an adult, but it's entirely for the kids. Right. So the kids wanted to be um, Batman villains, all villains. So we had Harley Quinn for Nora. We had uh, the Joker for Miles was fantastic. I did his face paint. Ooh. We spray painted his hair green and spiked yeah. it up and everything. He had this purple pinstripe suit he looked awesome awesome um and then jamie did poison ivy and she kind of bought some stuff and made some stuff uh, she bought like the wig and the eye mask and some like ivy stuff to put on her and then she had some green stuff she wore and then of course i had this full riddler get up which <laughs> yes. was a full suit uh, i had a, i went and bought like a cheap little top hat thing and um, I had a green eye mask, and then I had a you know like a tie and everything. But and I bought staff, the cane. I found the cane as well. Yeah, as I was say the cane staff was that was that held it all together. So. The cane was pretty clutch. Yeah, so I had a whole I had a whole get up. We got a lot of compliments in the neighborhood. Um, people were loving the kids in particular, obviously, which is oh, yeah. how it should be. But and I honestly I I see Nora as Harley Quinn. She would just go bananas on anybody with that hammer or mallet or whatever that she carries around. So this time, that's so. Fitting. That's the thing. There's so many different versions of all of these characters. So she had a baseball bat, yep. um, but it was inflatable, thankfully. But she was still whacking. <laughs> Thank God. People. Thank God. So I know just in life in general, you love dog videos, basically any animal funny videos, whether they're doing human things or just being ridiculous. So for Halloween, what always gets me all those inflatable costumes, whether it's like someone getting abducted or it's like one yes. chicken or whatever, yes. those get me every time and i'll just be like yeah i'll just laugh i'll just see it and i'll just start laughing especially if the kids are selling it like if they do choppy movements or stuff like that I'm like in you have all my candy you get it yeah th those those are fantastic and i think my kids really want to do that next year because they saw several of them they saw like a mario riding a yoshi they saw like an alien abducting someone they saw a guy riding a dinosaur like they they saw those are kind of like i want one of those inflatable ones next year those are fantastic i'm a they big are, fan those get me every time i agree but yeah, I do. I, I'm a big sucker for those little Shih Tzu videos where they've got them all dressed up <laughs> like Chucky and they're walking like dum, 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 I really <laughs> almost thought about getting Ember one. I didn't know. He probably would just be like, what the hell are you doing? And just like the dogs, they do don't that. really like it. They don't like it. That much. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't like it. They don't like um, it. We we tried that last year. We did Chewbacca for Skip and we did uh, Yoda for Oda, for a Deacon. And uh, I don't know. Deacon was really mad. He was really pissed. He was like, I am he's old, he's 13 man. years old. Like, get this off of me. Yeah. What do you expect? Uh, no. But I can see him. That He is actually a fitting Yoda. That is that is very fair. Uh, I don't know about wide. you, but it was snowing here last night. So that was. Oh, cool. yeah. It was freezing. It was cold here. It was like in the 40s here, low 40s, which is very cold for Tennessee. 
Um, yes. Snow, snow in October, Michigan's part for the course. I, that's, I you know what you signed up for. Yeah, uh, right. So yes, the spooky season is officially concluded. But so was it spooky for you last week in our in our league? Did you, you get off the show? It was was it trick or treat? It was a treat for me last week. Yeah. Shockingly, my team came through in the clutch. I got another W. I'm now two and six. Yeah, still in the hunt. Very that's much. You're only two games out of the playoffs, man. Only two games out. Yeah, I'm like 100 points out too, though. So I'd have to, I'd have to win at least, I'd have to gain at least three to have a shot. But that's true. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I don't know. I've said it a lot of times. I don't hate this team. I just, <laughs> it's just been shitting the bed all year. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I've got some magic left. You never know. Josh there Jacobs, you know. Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, all on there. Come on, man. Anything can happen. Anything is possible. Just ask KG. Uh, yeah, I also had a treat. I had a good week. Um, I, was, I was a little nervous heading into Monday night because he's Josh still had Devontae Adams, but I still had Jameer Gibbs. Jameer had a great game. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm six and two. So, but again, it's crazy because, yeah, I was just looking at the standings today. And again, you're two games out of the playoffs. And I'm only technically two games up on the sixth seed. So it's, I mean, it's really close. Everything is kind of really tightly tightly matched it's, yeah no one's like running away with it there's no. two teams that are tied with at six and two like you are um but then it's a bunch of middle you know five three four, three, fours. four, four <laughs> a lot of four fours yeah i mean it's it's kind of mixed in there listen there there's a chance i'm not i'm not at all optimistic that my team's gonna do enough to get this thing done but crazier things have happened yeah i mean i feel crazier like you started and, one in, yeah go ahead i was gonna say but kind of like to parlay into the next conversation like the NFL, some crazy things are happening. And yeah, because of that, I think fantasy is like wide open right now. Like there are some opportunities yeah. to get some hot players or some opportunities to sell high, buy low. There's some crazy like waiver claims right now. The quarterbacks in particular, and that's what I want to talk about today. The quarterbacks are nuts right now. There are so many teams who have question marks at quarterback this week and several that have question marks for the rest of the season. season. I want to get your takes. I want to riddle you on your takes. Riddle me this on your takes on several teams, what they're going to do with their quarterback situation and what that means for the other players yeah. going forward as well. All right. So are you going to throw them out? And then obviously we'll go back and forth, but are you throwing yeah. them out to me? Am I? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's start with the biggest news. Kirk Cousins tearing his Achilles. Yeah. Obviously that was a major bummer. Um, he was having another really solid year. Seems like a really good dude. I don't know. I don't think you watched that quarterback documentary yet on Netflix. I watched it. I think a lot of people and everything I've read has been like everyone's perception of Kirk Cousins kind of changed after watching that. They all thought he was just kind of like this crappy, uh, really lame dad joke type. And he is a dad joke type. <laughs> he he's actually dad. a really solid dude. Um, and he works his tail off and he's very committed. He's all about and uh, durability and all that. So um, that's a big loss for the Vikings. They just yeah. recently traded well, I mean, for everyone... Josh Dobbs. So, yeah, just quickly on Kirk Cousins, like everyone's saying he's a great locker room guy. And, I mean, you just saw it. Even he knew his Achilles was torn. He's getting onto the cart, and yet he's still out there. Like, he was watching the final play of before he got carted off, and he was climbing for his Even though he knew all the pain he was in and his situation, he was still kind of focused on the team in that that last drive. But, um, yeah. So, I honestly thought the Vikings made a very shrewd move in going for Josh Dobbs because Josh Dobbs was in a – basically a please fail situation in Arizona. Like they did not want him to succeed. They were basically stacking the deck against him. And just since he was a NASA physicist or engineer, he was able to actually have some success on his own in Arizona. So the fact that the Vikings go out and get him, obviously he's not a Kirk Cousins, 
but I think he could step in and do fine. Like the Vikings have come back from the dead. They're four and four now. Uh, they're probably not going to make the win the division. The, the Lions are looking real good, but you know they can make some noise. And the fact that he's got he's going to have a Justin Jefferson coming back. Jordan Addison has stepped up. He's still got T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, Madison Acres is a is a competent backfield. So honestly, fantasy implication wise, I think the Vikings will will be all right. Obviously, everyone's going to take a, a slight step back. Um, but I mean, I would buy on the Vikings if someone. I mean, no one's going to be shopping Justin Jefferson regardless. But on a Jordan Addison, I would buy on him. Just because I think he'll be good. Uh, yeah, I, like I think the same thing with. Uh, I like what he's done. Same thing with Hawkinson. I would say the same thing. So I think I think he's a really competent replacement. I agree with all that. He does add some value with his legs, which could open up lanes for the running game a little bit. So maybe Madison, you know, or Acres. I know they're splitting, which is not ideal. But if you're looking at him as a flex play anyway, maybe they're a decent value for you. Um, I do think like. There's still question marks for me. Like he's not going to start this week, so they've got a rookie. They're going to start this week. Yep, Jaron Hall, who's a BYU quarterback. Um, I do think there's going to be a little bit of like a wait and see with the team in general, which is kind of like, are we really going for this thing? Or are we not going for this thing? You know. <laughs> and my guess is they're going to want Dobbs to start. You know, after this week, and if they if they continue to lose some games and kind of fall out of the playoff race, you got to remember the NFC is god awful this year. So it is bad. You could get into playoffs. Definitely eight and eight, you know, or eight and eight and nine or whatever could could potentially get into the playoffs as a wild card this year. So they don't have to win that many more games to get there. Um, but if they if they lose and lose several in a row, and if in particular they fall out of the playoff picture, I think you might see Jaron Hall come back in and start just to see what they've got with him. You know, I think teams need to do that assessment. Um, I think Dobbs is like a hey, if we have any shot of making the playoffs. He's our guy. Now, is he going to win a right. Super Bowl for them? No. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why I'm sort of like, I don't know. I mean, I get I get why you went after him to, to steady the ship. Um, I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't super splashy. It was kind of like a, let's just it keep this thing. But, but who is it? Who, what quarterback on the current market could they have gotten that would have been splashy? Sam Darnold. But as we talked about, the Niners aren't going to get rid of any quarterbacks anytime soon. Yes, that's uh, true. That's true. Like, and I guess else? you could say like Jacoby Brissett, but the same, same well, kind of flashy. Same argument as Josh Dobbs, honestly. Um, Tannehill, same. Like, I don't know. Um, is it? Is this a bad quarterback market right now? Not even market. I'm just trying to think of even. Are there? Is the NFL full of bad quarterbacks? Yes, is the yeah. answer. <laughs> like the answer is yes. Like, who? What starter would they have gone for that would have been splashy? That one people would have been willing to part with, and two would have been like splashy. I'm like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's. Listen, it's totally fair. There's no one they could have gotten that would have been like, we're going to win the Super Bowl now. Right. But I also think there's no chance that Josh Dobbs wins the Super Bowl with this team. No. As much as I like the guy, the, I think it happens. So I know this is kind of straying from fantasy a little bit, but the Vikings are kind of now in a tough situation because this is the end of Kirk, Con- Kirk Cousins' contract. And so yeah, what do you do with that? Like, do you, I mean, obviously he's a good locker room guy, good culture guy, but you know, he's getting up there. He's not going to be cheap. Do you, what do you do? So that's kind of going to be interesting to how that unfolds. Uh, so here's yeah. a couple of names that I actually just thought of that that may have made sense for them. Okay. All right. Number one, and I don't know what the situation is. It's still very cloudy, but Kyler Murray, what's going on in Arizona with <laughs> Kyler Murray? Is he going to come back this year? His pup window is opened. If he doesn't come back in like by week 10, I think he's, he's on the pup for the rest of the season. Maybe right. there's a little bit of bad blood there. There's also like a new regime, maybe tanking for a draft pick. Caleb Williams, but he's still got like a big contract ahead of him. That's someone they could have traded for 
granted that's a massive contract and if you've already that's got cousins one. like probably wasn't a way to make that happen this quickly uh, but that's one justin fields is another one like say what you want about justin fields he's shown flashes of of being great the bears are clearly not sure if he's their guy or not right. um maybe someone would take a shot on him i don't know just two names to think of because I mean, the bears are another team right now fields is still out with his thumb injury right. he's already not going to start this week week nine and so you're going to see more tyson Bagent. so what the happens thing, to the, the only thing i'll say with those two names is that then you're ba- it again that's why the vikings are in such a, a tough spot because if you go over those two names you're basically saying kirk see ya like thanks yeah. for the thanks for the times you're done um but and so they go for a josh Dobbs who says we're leaving the window open for kirk to potentially come back and we don't want to like sour that relationship you go for those two guys like yeah we're you're done you've already made your decision that you're going all in this year and that kirk's done so i don't know they clearly didn't want to necessarily do that but that also probably that's true and it also it just happened sunday and the trade deadline's tuesday right. so you're like there's not much time to make that uh, call, right screw it Give me Josh Dobbs. <laughs> there is a possibility, though, especially if they're losing, there's a possibility Justin Jefferson doesn't come back off of IR, and that's a lot of the buzz, too, because he's he's like, they don't want to, like, kind of like a Strasburg, you know, used to do. They don't want to <laughs> waste him for a season that's at, down the drain, you know what I mean? Like, pitch count, whatever. So, like, yeah, keep an eye on that, for sure. So, he's, um, let's see, he's still going to be out next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll be coming back. Okay. Then he could come back. He could come back. There's a lot of other teams I want to get to. We won't go as in depth as we did with the Vikings here, but it was just. But there's so many. So I mentioned the Bears first off briefly. Yes. Um, Immediately, like, do we think Fields? Is there is there any reason that they may not play him to keep him healthy for a trade market or to you know I mean like. I I don't think they not play him. I think when he's back, when he's healthy, they're going to put him out there. I mean, they can't keep throwing Tyson Badgen out there. I know they beat the Raiders, but that was a terrible situation for the Raiders as well uh no I think what's the incentive to win what's the incentive to win to see if they have something with him I mean three years been, in to see if they have something with him I mean his first year here's the thing he started this year off terribly but then he has he threw eight touchdowns in two games you know he's obviously you obviously know what he can do with his legs you know it's been a cluster in Chicago and so now they finally got him a weapon in DJ Moore you know I don't know. I I don't think they would shut him down. I think you got to show that you're going to be not sure what you're going to do with your draft pick. Obviously, they have two top five, essentially, draft picks coming up, and they don't want to show their hand. If they're shutting down fields, they might be saying, yep, we're done. We're tanking for Caleb, and then his value goes down. So you got to keep putting him out there, put setting him up for success just to keep your options open. So I... Yeah, I don't think they're done with him. I don't think they should move on. Okay. Yeah, put him out there. So, similar question, hometown here with Titans. All right, we've got a bit of a quandary here because Will Levis came out and balled out last week, and I definitely didn't see that coming um, because I'm not a big believer of his. But (laughs) I know the guy's got a cannon, which is great. Um, DeAndre Hopkins made the Falcons look like a bunch of fools out there. Yeah. Uh, But the passes, even even the – the first three, I would say the, the third touchdown to Hopkins was like a, a slant. That was an easy over the middle pass, but the first two weren't great passes. He just, were. the second one, but, he got way open behind coverage, which again, you got to complete that pass. So good on you. But that's what, but that's what great receivers do. They bail you out of this. So it might not have been a great yeah. pass, but DeAndre Hopkins is going to make it one. And that's so true. I'm that's buying, 
um, DeAndre Hopkins because this is, and, and I know I've said this in, in episodes and years past, when you have that young quarterback, you need that safety valve. You feed, you force feed your superstars. And I always said, whether it be a tight end or your stud, and yep. this is what they did. They came out and made a point of emphasis, get him the damn ball. He will bail you out. And he did just that. I mean, I was looking at it and I was like, man, how, I haven't been following DeAndre Hopkins at all. Uh, maybe I'm a little butthurt that he didn't go to the Patriots, but I was also just like, you know, he hasn't been making news. So I'm like, what is going on? So I was looking at it. I'm like, holy crap. Like he had terrible. He's had two good weeks. Yeah. And he's had like the yo-yo season. Five yeah. targets, five targets, six targets. So I think here with a young quarterback, I'm buying DeAndre Hopkins. If Will Levis is going to be here the remainder of the year, just because just give it, just throw it to him every time. I mean, I think it was, it was either last season or the year before I was watching the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray literally threw him the ball 12 straight times. I'm like, yeah. that's what you should do. <laughs> Your best like, player. That is what you should do. 100%. I agree. You got Derrick Henry pounding it through the line. Right? You got DeAndre Hopkins. That's it. Game over. So, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would buy on DeAndre Hopkins. I'm saying that right I now. think they've got to let, obviously have to let Levis start this week um, yeah. and see his Thursday night football, I think, against the Steelers. So make sure it wasn't a fluke. And if he's good again, I think he's he's it for the rest of the year, honestly, um, for two reasons. One, like he's better than Tannehill if he plays well. He's better than Tannehill already, you I know, mean, right now at least. Tannehill's and Two, if <laughs> things do go south, you still needed to get the assessment anyway. So, like, right. it's kind of a perfect situation when you need to get an assessment and the guy turns out to be pretty good. You got to go for it. So, are you would you buy DeAndre right now, or are you selling him? You think selling uh, is I, Listen, it's gonna it'd be tough to buy him today. You know, today. I would. I would probably wait until Thursday night football, and I think he won't. He cats out of the bag. Like I don't think he's going to just go ham. Now I think Mika Fitzpatrick is hurt for the Steelers, so like I think he's. They've got to devise a game plan to kind of stop Hopkins. And if he has even a slight tick down Thursday, then I'd probably then jump, jump on, on him. him. <laughs> then you jump on him. In game, yeah. In game, in game, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like hobbled a little bit. It's like fake injuries. Like my ankle kind of hurts. Like yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying. Bye. Rashid Rice for him right now. Go. <laughs> go, go, go. All right. Um, we got a we got a long list here. So Steelers, Couple. Pickett's kind of banged up. Trubisky maybe coming in. I think that's I kind buy, of one for one, honestly. They, I would buy no Steelers. Game. I mean, Pickett is not taking the step that everyone is expecting him to. Trubisky is just not good, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like he's a good dude. I don't know why I feel that way. It just kind of seems that way. Um, I'm I think not he's buying a complete anything. shithead. <laughs> I'm not buying any reason for that either. Any Steelers, so I would. It doesn't matter if it's Trubisky or Pickett. I'm, I'm, I'm staying away from all of them. <laughs> there's value there. I mean, there's value in Deontay Johnson had a, had a nice week this week. There's value in George Pickett. Has he scored a touchdown a, yet? Um, he did earlier this season, I believe. Did he? Yeah, he was shut out last year. I he was shut out last year. I think he, I think he ended that streak. As did yeah. uh, Godwin. <laughs> Godwin yeah. had a long one going too for a while. They did. Um, I'll double check on that. But yeah. Nope, he has not. Never mind. Uh, big <laughs> nope, news. Nope, big news. No touchdown, Deontay Johnson. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, I, I mean, forgot he missed all. Of, he missed four games. I forgot he missed four. I thought it was just a couple. Right. But yeah, there's. He's got value, man. Fourteen targets this week. You know, it's like he's got value for sure. He's PPR monster. Always has been. And George Pickens was kind of shut out until he caught a, a nice like thirty-five yard touchdown. So um, there's value in the receiving game. The running backs are freaking killing me. So oh, let me start on that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think one for one, Trubisky for Pickett. Yeah. Falcons did something weird with Desmond Ritter. He was he got assessed Benched. for a concussion, but they said he was cleared to go back in, but he didn't go back in. And then Heineke came in and looked 
better as we all expected he would than Desmond Ritter. So what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to make the switch? I don't think they're going to make the switch. I think they'll give Ritter one more chance. I mean, they they basically left him on off the hook there by saying, I mean, maybe he was concussed, maybe he wasn't. But if you look at some reports, it says he was benched. But you look at others, as you said, it was the concussion, but who knows. So, I mean, he's been walking a thin line anyway. So I think they'll give him basically one more week. And who they got this week? They got the Vikes. So I that'll be an interesting game. Yeah, so, Ritter versus Jaron Hall. Yeah, so uh, that'll kind of be, but once again, for the fantasy implications, maybe you do want the Heineke in there just because YOLO. Oh, 100%. Fantasy, you definitely want Heineke, 100%. So does that help or hurt Bijan? I mean, otherwise, what what other fantasy studs are you looking for on the Falcons? Is Kyle, Kyle Pitts? Pitts, Drake London. Yeah. If Heineke's in there, they could actually be good players. <laughs> they could actually do something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Cause he's also a yellow so bomber. Are you buying on any of those guys? I mean, I take out John. You would obviously buy him, John, but. Well, Drake that's why I asked the question about, do you think they're going to bench Ritter? Like, because you can't, you can't buy him if you don't know, you know, I think he'll be back this week. Uh, but that's, that's me. Arthur Smith says we have to find a way to win this game. Uh, but he also says, we'll see where he's at, how he feels or something, as if it's still up to his physical ailments. Um, I don't know. I agree with you that he's not afraid to bench a guy. Like I, I Also in that quarterback series, the Marcus Mariota story was kind of messed up in Atlanta. So I think they he wants to win games. I think he's more concerned about that than anything else. But He doesn't care about uh, fantasy, you guys. He doesn't I know. care. He, he about freaking fantasy. hates fantasy. He's such a dick. Um. But I will say, if you want like a speculative buy, if you've got like extra room, you know, to where like you can make a deal and it wouldn't be like giving away one of your starters necessarily. If you could package a deal, Roddy White, uh, maybe maybe go for Drake London, Kyle Pitts, wouldn't be a bad idea. Roddy and White, if it works out. If, if Heineke takes over, then it could be really good for you. Okay. Okay. How about what would you? Um, what would you give? No, real quick. What would you give up for a Drake London? What is the tier? Okay, so I've like let's take a look at my team because I actually weirdly have like a kind of kind of deep bench of like average players. So I've got like Hollywood Brown, KJ Osborne, Zach Moss, Chuba Hubbard, Miles Sanders. Okay. I think if I, I would potentially try and be like, Hey, I'll give you KJ Osborne and um, Chuba Hubbard or something like that. Maybe, or Miles Sanders. Maybe you like, do you think someone would give me Drake London for that? Maybe. Depends on their, their depth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If they needed a flex and they felt good about those guys and they felt like, you know, it can help you navigate the bye weeks a little bit, maybe. Um, I mean, unfortunately for KJ, obviously once JJ comes back, his his numbers are going to dip. But you know, if JJ comes back, if JJ, you heard it here, second, third, uh, you heard it here. A hundred people are talking about that right now. <laughs> okay, real quick, I want to rapid fire some of these teams. All right, the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. So, yes. and Jimmy Garoppolo has <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo has been a Terrible. complete turd. So, <laughs> is there any chance they're just going to bench him, cut him? Like, is there any chance that well, happens, who- or is he? Who are they putting in? Brian Hoyer, Aiden McConnell, Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. I, O'Connell. I would put Aiden O'Connell in and see what you got. I mean, you did see that against the Bears, and he lost to Tyson Padgett. It was one game. <laughs> it was one game. Um, Give, I put mean, someone in there and say your only job is to throw the ball to Devonte Adams. And if and if they don't do it, you're out. Now you're in. Can you throw Devonte Adams? Nope, you're out. Okay, next, next. <laughs> yeah, I would just I mean, keep doing that. So with that. 
are you selling Josh Jacobs because of the uncertainty of the offensive leadership? Yes. I do think that Josh Jacobs got a big boost because of McDaniels. I really, and I, I think that's what happened last year when he yeah. went from like average running back to like superstar. Yep. Uh, it makes me very nervous that McDaniels is gone, even though he's a crappy head coach. He does scheme running backs pretty well. It does make me nervous. So yeah, I might, I might try and move him. Okay. So you're selling, selling Jacobs. Would you be buying Devante? Cause right now the stock pretty low. Um, it de- yeah, it depends, right? If the, if the person who has him is frustrated and it's just like, this is never going to happen, sure, I'd buy him. But if they're if they're frustrated and they're like, it's Devontae freaking Adams, like I've, right. I can't give him away, I can't fire sell him, I think it'd be but tough to get him. We, you start getting into blind resume situations, like it's Devontae freaking Adams, but he was throwing the ball, thrown, quote unquote, the ball seven times against the Lions, caught one of them. I... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, let me see. Let me let me real quick. I'm on a blind resume. Keep talking about this. I want a blind resume and see where he's at uh, points I mean, wise. Because don't get me wrong, Devonte Adams is such an insane talent. But again, we we fall into this trap of yeah, he is. But if if there's no one to throw to him, and another blind resume darling on the same team, Hunter Renfro. True. You know, a year or two goes, he's a top fifteen, top twenty wide receiver. Now I don't think he has over twelve catches on the season. So it makes a huge difference, one who's throwing the ball, and now obviously the uncertainty with the with the coaching staff, but you know, maybe that's kind of the boost that they would need. Say, hey, I'm an interim right now. My only job, as you said, is to get Devontae out of the ball. So, so maybe- the problem with Devontae is he had a 40-point game that kind of really skewed everything. But outside of that, it's been one game at 20, a couple at 12, one at 15, and the rest single digit. Like it's been really bad. So he's on the season. He's sitting right around Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, uh, Michael Pittman, Jordan Addison. Those guys are on either side of him. Yep. So if you wanted to, if you were truly just like, hey, points for points, I'll trade you Michael Pittman for Devontae Adams. Um, truthfully, I would not trade Michael Pittman. <laughs> I wouldn't get rid of Pittman for Devontae Adams right now because he's on fire wow. with with Minshew, and that's that's what's up right there. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it would be yeah, tough yeah. to do. Yeah, because okay, so I just pulled up Devontae too. So targets nine, eight, 20 targets, uh, 13, but then four, five, 12, seven. So, I mean, it's all over the map and not great. Um, yeah, not great, not great at all. We have a lot of other teams that have quarterback problems. The Patriots, I didn't want to bring it up, but I had to, but there are no <laughs> weapons there. Like, this fantasy implications zero because no one's taking a Patriot quote unquote wide receiver. That is fair, but you got to stop throwing it to the other team. They're not on your team. They wear different color jerseys, so okay. stop doing that, Matt Jones. That. Um, the Giants have Daniel Jones injury. Tyrod uh, Taylor has been deal. pretty solid in Boy. his absence. Boy. The Browns, Deshaun Watson just doesn't, doesn't feel like playing right now, maybe. I don't know what that's all about. P.J. Walker's Walker been falling fine. out, though. P.J. Walker's been fine. I mean, whatever, Deshaun. That's why you don't guarantee people money. That's why you don't do that. Especially a douche like that guy, but – uh cardinals we talked about this a little bit with kyler i'm so so hopeful he comes back and plays this year <laughs> i need him in our dynasty league um and i've got him in another league too like i need him to come back and play but clayton Toon's is going to start this week i don't think it's going to go well they're playing the browns it's going to be a disaster yeah commanders with sam howell jacoby Brissett. sam howell's been sacked 100 times yes but he's putting up crazy fantasy numbers to tell you that. he's putting up fantasy numbers but they're not winning games and that's real the team oh, but they, real they have a fire sale I was going to say real quick on the commanders. I love how they basically came out and said, 
our trade implications will depend on how we do against the Eagles. If we lose the Eagles, take anybody you want. If we beat them, they were open for business, man, big time. <laughs> they really were, and they got rid of a couple studs too. And the 49ers got Casey even. Dead. Rich got Rich got richer. 49ers. He's a great depth piece for a defensive line. Absolutely. I feel, but I feel like that's a blind resume name because he has not really done that much in the NFL. But. It's been nearly as good as they hoped he would be, but I think he, I, I think he'd surprise you at how solid he's been. And then for the 49ers, when you've already got Nick Bosa, right. I mean, it's like, a no-brainer for the Niners. It's because you don't need him to be your star. You don't need him to take like. But you go in and be good. Yeah, Jeez. <laughs> he's a little bit of a Jadavian Clowney type, right? I mean, sort yeah. of that, like mega hype, never really lived up to it kind of thing. True, but Very anyway. True. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of teams right now who don't have a quarterback or have a question mark at quarterback and need to figure something better out. So it's crazy that there's only really like 15 good quarterbacks in the NFL. It's bizarre. I feel like there should be more, but there really aren't. Uh, Is that that our quarterbacks just not getting as good? Like you're very top heavy. So are there just not like, why, why is this not a, not a question to be answered right now because it is riddle riddle me this. Yeah. I've, I've been asking that question for a long time, how we can't find more than 10 good quarterbacks in the world to play in the NFL. I don't know. Well, I mean, just ask Cam Newton. He says there aren't 32 guys better than him. So maybe he'll be there back. You there you go. Bring him back. back. RG three still wants to play. I think. Oh God. <laughs> He's still he trying to get back. Me. Week eight in the books. Week nine coming up. So until next time, keep on folding. Hold it. Hold it.